Mm. And they probably just don't even want to have to deal with that. Also, like, I think that Marvel could easily buy it from Universal, but you mean you can't buy what's not for sale. So maybe they don't want to give it up. That's true, too. That's a word. I like that. (laughs) You know, I have them every now and then. (laughs) It's a sativa. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of another relaunch. I uh, we are your hosts. I am the illustrious super spy known to the man Nick Fury Jr. Oh, I, I know that's right. And I'm going to be the other green-haired girl this week. Uh, my favorite one, Miss Lorna Dane Polaris. Oh, Doctor Dane, how do you do? Hello, hello. You know, yes, I'm in a I'm in a green-haired mood. I've been really enjoying She-Hulk, so I can't. Yes. Remember. I literally just watched the second episode this morning. I know we're going to talk about it later, but I was like, yeah, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really good. How are you? I am doing all right, you know. Um, I'm doing much better than last week when I had, like, a big allergy attack. So, like, that's through it. It's the weekend. The sun is shining. It's not, like, as hot as it's been here. So, like, that's fine. So, I'm feeling a lot better now. How are you doing? That's good. I'm good. If people can see whoever is watching out there, I'm like, you see my background is different. I um, decided to take a surprise trip for my best friend's birthday. He mm. went back to Chicago. Um, and child, originally, he was like, oh, I'm going back to Chicago. I think I'm going to have a party um, mm-hmm. for my birthday. You should come through. I was looking at tickets, and it was like Flights $700, $800. I was like, Flights well, I'll just catch you when you come back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can go to dinner. <laughs> I don't know how to do that one. But then um, I just looked at flights. Uh, my other best friend called me and was like, you have to come to this. Like, look at the flights. And they were like $200. So oh. I did it. And now okay. I'm in Chicago for this. Um, it's cute because um, 10 years ago, my best friend had like a party when he was 22. His first like Chicago party after moving up here from college. And he was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the 10th anniversary of that. Like, we should do it again. So... Oh, that we is went cool. out to like the to the clubs. I'm getting old. <laughs> I, I I clocked out. I was like, I can't do this no more. I'm old. I want to go <laughs> like you want to go get in the bed and be able to rest and get like a full eight yes. hours so you can get yes. up and do nothing I, the next wait. day. I feel yes. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the support. <laughs> uh, okay, but let's go ahead and get into the news and updates of the week um not too many like official official announcements only like one but we've got some fun stuff um there have been rumors that matt shackman who was the director of uh, wandavision is currently in talks to direct the fantastic four um i don't know if he's gonna do the entire like franchise over there or if he's just uh in talks to do this first one but personally you know listeners and everybody out there i I'm a big Fantastic Four fan. Sue Storm is my number one girl. Um, and that's my team. And uh, I liked the direction of WandaVision. Okay. I didn't think it was I liked the way he directed it. Um, mm-hmm. What I'm actually really 
interested in who's is who's writing it. Like, what is the mm-hmm. writing going to give? Because I'm not going to lie. Two things to me could happen with the Fantastic Four right now, with rumors and stuff. If if it is written in a way where like they are coming from the 60s, I'm going to be completely over the MCU. Like, I'm clocked. <laughs> okay. I don't want to do it no more. <laughs> but um, I don't know if you've seen this recently, but Nicole Bahari been blonde. And um, if they I know were that's to, like the big fan her. cast among yeah. the people of like Nicole and Sue. I was like, where did that come from? Honestly, for me, for <laughs> me, it came from um, her in Black Mirror. I was like, oh, this is Susan Storm down. Like, mm. yes. <laughs> oh, that scene with her and Anthony Mackie, and she's like, yes. you don't want me. I can keep saying that for me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I get well, she's this up. And. I was like, just throw the blonde wig on her. I think it's giving Sue. <laughs> so if they did that, anything I've ever said about the MCU never happened. Anything bad, okay. Okay. it's washed away. <laughs> I did. I did. This is a Nicole Bahari Stan account, so I will support her in anything that she does, and I will go up for it 100%. Absolutely. So I would love to see her as Susan Storm. I will say that all of a sudden, Everybody has an interest in the Fantastic Four, even though, like, I know y'all don't be reading their comics, and y'all yeah. always talk about how they're boring. But all of a sudden, everybody I... got a cast idea. <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> you can lead the pack. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I'm trying to figure out. Everybody got this. Let's just wait for it all to come out, y'all. We'll okay? see. I mean, we I really got do. a new announcement. I think we'll get the um the creative thing announcement at D23. Oh, I think so too. They'll probably like you know usher them out on stage. And again, I don't know. Nicole been blind, and I don't know. Most <laughs> 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 actors don't really, like dye their hair like that um, unless they're like on a shoot or like doing something for a movie. I feel like they usually keep it like a standard color so they yeah, can look more bad. like a blank canvas when they come in. I don't know. We'll see. Do you have any like potentials that you would like to read? I know you're not a fan of John Krasinski. Absolutely no Krasinski. Um, I've never really thought about Reed. <laughs> I don't know that's <laughs> But no, I've never really like fan cast mm-hmm. Reed. Um, Sue was the only one I really thought about. Um, I don't want anybody to come back as Johnny. I've seen a lot of the fan cast that people have seen. Basically, it seems like anybody that's on Stranger Things has been fan cast as somebody in the Fantastic Four. Um, and I don't know if I want any of that. It feels like they would, that feels too young. I don't think they would go that young. They want to go with that kind of actor, but I think he should be just. Mm. A little older. Like in his like mid twenties. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see what's happening with that if who the director is. I'm I'm sure all that information will be coming out of D twenty three in the next I say like two weeks. Yeah, it's right around the like two weeks. So uh yeah, uh we'll be seeing what they announce there. You know, I'm sure they want to turn turn the ship around at four yeah. days. So we'll see. Um, the other news we have rocky. this week. It's a little, a lot of Rocky. <laughs> um, 
the other group we have this week is the announcement of Monica Rambeau Photon, which oh, is Monica yeah. Rambeau's very first solo series was announced. Um, it's uh, called Monica Rambeau Photon, and it will be written by Eve Ewing and drawn by Michael Maria. I'm not sure if Lucas Warnick will be doing every cover, but he did the uh, this first like announcement cover, beautiful. which was oh. very beautiful. It's always going like to have the girls costume. looking pretty. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, me too. I like her new costume. I I think Photon may have to grow on me because I had really? already like really been I've already dived into Spectrum. I was really into Spectrum. I do I do agree. I think Spectrum is the better name, but I do also like Photon. But I don't know. But I also think about I, I think about Photon. It feels a little generic. I feel like either a a lot of characters have already had it before, or like just somewhere along the lines, it's something that they use to describe everything else. So it doesn't really. I feel like Spectrum felt more unique to like her power set and like what she does and who she is. Photon feels very singular. Exactly, and uh, the energy that Carol blasts is called is Photon. So like I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't want her. I don't want her like connected to Carol at all. Yeah. I want my girl to have her own thing, her own legacy, her own stuff, not tied to anybody else. Did they say why they went back to Photon? No. I'm assuming we'll find out in the book. Um, I do know that when she named herself uh, Photon after giving up Captain Marvel, she gave that to Guinness Vell, who is mm-hmm. Marvel's son. He is alive again currently in the comics, so I feel like they're probably going to have a moment with them together where, I don't know, she says, I'm reclaiming this name now and being Photon again, um, and or whatever with that. I think they'll probably have some flashback current moment for that, but honestly, if we can keep it real, mm-hmm. I think they named her Photon because the people who buy comics know her as either Captain Marvel or Photon. I don't know if Spectrum, like, hit with the people the general public like that i think that mm. like most of the time the people who know monica rambo is either a she was captain marvel on the avengers yeah. or she was photon yeah, and so the monica yeah. captain marvel camp is loud yes <laughs> <laughs> and also i think that the um i think they're really just trying to like synergize with the mcu you know, that's oh, one thing that and that she'll be called Photon in the MCU. Oh, that's kind of ugly also. But I guess I they, they won't really probably know that she's like a spectrum just yet. So maybe it'll be something right. she goes into. This is, you oh, know, I feel like... Cool. I feel like a lot of comic book characters lately have kind of been... When they get these, like, reintroductions, it kind of feels like a hard reset. And, like, we take them back to, like, uh-huh. this point where... We kind of knew them in the beginning. We're familiar with a lot of things. And then we see them building back up into, like, whatever it is. So we might, I don't know, this could be a thing where she, like, goes back to Photon because she feels like maybe I need to start over and then we get back to Spectrum. Or maybe they're just sticking with Photon altogether. Photon. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's in the the title. Unless they end up changing the title, which is, I feel like, kind of a cool thing that DC has done, but. Who knows? Yeah, she can get like a part, a second series, you know, like Monica Photon, and then it's like boom, Monica Spectrum. I don't or know. Just I'm Spectrum. just talking. <laughs> like, <laughs> just also, I feel like that would be a lot simpler. But I, well, I guess we'll see. I'm gonna pick it up. I do love like, and we, I think, we felt like we were just talking about Eve Ewing like not too long ago, and how she just kind of we yeah. hasn't been around since her Champions run. So it's nice to see her pop back up and know that she's still writing some comics. 
Yeah, and for it to be the very first Monica Rambo solo series, that's hot. Also, y'all, buy my girl series, okay? Yeah, Let's just say it. that now. We we already know how the comic book industry now has shifted into this try before you before we make it an ongoing thing. So <laughs> if it is announced as a five issue limited series, they will gladly extend it if the if the numbers are there. So it's happened with a lot of books recently. It can easily mm-hmm. happen with Monica. It did not happen with Jackson. So I think that's, <laughs> that's like it shows, it's, you know, when it happens, it happens. It's like it didn't happen for Jackson, but it happened for Poison Ivy. It happened for Swamp Thing. It happened for She Hulk. So it's like spend the money. It, it should happen to Jackson. Yeah, I'm buying it. So I can hear it in your voice, sister. <laughs> well, okay. He'll come back around. He's gonna come back around. He's Aquaman. <laughs> uh, I know, right? Uh. He's Aquaman. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that is all the news we have this week. Let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come right back. Hello, hello. We be be, be talking. We do be talking, like, a lot. I don't know what be going on. (laughs) So, speaking of which, welcome back, everyone, to the comic section of the show. And um, I actually had, like, a really solid little pool list this week. I only had six books, which was, like, nice. Um, There is a Doctor Doom omnibus on sale right now on Amazon, uh, or Comixology, should I say. I'm not really sure anymore. But I was thinking about buying it. But then I'm like, oh. That's right. a lot of Fantastic Four stories in there, apparently. I was, like, going through the little thing. I was like, I don't know if I want to read that. But I guess if it's about Why Doom. Why wouldn't you want that? You got to, you got to. Most of the time, it's Doom, like, picking on them. I know, but then <laughs> like, that's why I was like, oh, he's probably just, like, being mean. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still <laughs> contemplating it. Maybe, like, I might come back next week or in a few weeks or so and be like, I'm caught up on all my Doom knowledge now, so, like, I can really get into this. But... Let's go on I really to the think you would end up really loving Doom. He's got the um he's got like the what's the word I want to use? Kind of I don't know how to describe like the secrets of Nick Fury, that kind of stuff that I think you like, like that kind of person. And he's got the magic. I do love the magic. You know, when he pops up in something magic. and he's doing the magic, I'm like, ooh, this is what I like. Listen, when Doctor like. Doom come up and you see them, you see them green sparkles. And he's good <laughs> and at he's doing it the magic. Too. And that's what it is. It's like yes. he's a good magic. I've been watching that um show on Netflix, Dota Dragon Blood. I call, it, I pronounce it like Dota. I'd be like, yes, Dota. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, so I've been watching that, and there's this one character on there. His name is Invoker. They call him the Invoker, and he does magic. And like I, so I've actually tried to watch the show a few times before, and I like just never going with it. But they released the third season, so I was like, let me just start from the third season. And the first two episodes, he was giving. He was like doing his magic. He was fighting this huge army of dragons, making shields, made this big explosion. I was like, ooh. And then like, it's like <laughs> then it's like he could just bring his daughter back or something. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but 
that's that. Let's go ahead and get into the books of the week. Before we talk about the main ones, of course, there's some ones that I just want to give a shout out to. Um, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings number three came out this week. I think that's still a really good story. I feel like the first iteration of the Shang-Chi book was us kind of getting to know him and his personality and what he's like. This series is like him getting to work now. He's doing stuff with the Ten Rings, with his group, um, his little girlfriend, his little love interest. She pops back up and she betrays him. She's Okay. Yeah, it's the little girl he's had some uh, issues with, and she like betrays him in the middle of the mission, and he's like, "Yeah, this is why we didn't work out." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, that's cute." I was like, "His little Selena popped in, so she's having a good time." Um, Defenders number two was out, and that comes from Al Ewing and Javier Rodriguez. That continues to be like a really good book. It's one of those things again. Al Ewing has like been planting seeds through a lot of his stories throughout Marvel, and you know he's written a lot of books there, and it's always interesting to see which ones pick up which plots, and so like this is one that kind follows along the themes of the ultimates and a lot of that like other world stuff i mean not other world but like cross universe stuff like that he conceptual yeah. yeah they're going against the beyond the tiger is useless but she's there um the swamp thing 16 came out and that's for ram v and mike perkins you know i'm going to go up for that i'm not going to say anything bad about it and then action comics 1046 also was out this week which i thought was really good it continues to be a good story there's something about action comics now i don't know i'm not as excited to read it as i was in the first half but like when i do mm-hmm. find it through it i'm like yeah this is still good because the fico oco came on i don't know i'm still i'm still excited it's still my favorite book this issue for me I'm, we know won't go into it because again i don't know how many different ways i can say the book is really good um but i liked it yeah the, the, i like the artist i think the artist who was on this issue fico oco he did the uh, mr miracle series with shiloh and i was like oh it's cool to see him mm-hmm. be and it continues my theory that shiloh is going to pop up in these books at some point in time i don't know i'm crossing my fingers for that because i would like that um mm. Uh, getting into the main books I want to talk about first was Olympus Rebirth. That's from Michael Conrad and Becky Coonan and Caitlin Yarsky on art with Jordi Miller on colors. This is continuing the story from Trial of Amazons where Hippolyta died and she is now ascending to godhood. So she gets to Mount Olympus and all the gods are welcoming her. And she, But they start getting into a fight because they're like, okay, well, what is she actually going to be the god of? Because oh yeah, <laughs> all the roads are taken. <laughs> We full, girl. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wish no vacancy. Goose <laughs> is like, oh, well, she can be the goddess of the Amazons. So Artemis is like, so what am I supposed to do then? And then, yeah, Apollos is like, it's cool. Like, we'll figure all that out later. So they move on. Um, they realize that there is still a plot against Olympus and that it involves Hera, as it always does. And so the goddess Hecate comes up to Hippolyta. She's like, I'll help you out because we have the same goals. No one else really cares. She goes to free Chaos, who was the being causing all the drama during Trial of the Amazons and in some Wonder Woman books. And basically, Hecate makes her think she, like, kills Hera. <laughs> and she, like, runs off. But Hecate's like, oh, I just... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I just wanted to see if you had it in you to do it. Like, yeah, you're definitely one of us now. And so the issue ends and it's going to continue in Wonder Woman. I like the issue. I thought the art was really nice. I do think one of the big issues about this, and when I think about it, Summer Trial of the Amazons in general, it required you to do a lot of, have a a lot of previous knowledge about the Wonder Woman book currently. So like, if you're not reading, like, there's a lot of callbacks to it, like, oh, see Wonder Woman issues this and this, see Trial of Amazons this and this, see, like, uh, Yara's Wonder Girl book this, and it's just like, okay, like, if I didn't read any of those, 
like I would have been just completely lost. Luckily, I did read most of them, and some of the Wonder Woman issues I missed. But <laughs> you know, oh no, well, I thought yeah, it's Diana. It's Diana. I'm not reading. I did read the issue. Well, <laughs> I saw some issues that had the Bound and McDowell backups in it for Artemis, who's like a really cool character who I'm like getting back into. I feel like I've always liked her, but she's kind of like jumping back up the list these days. I like her. I like her uh, headpiece. Yeah, it's with the ponytail. It's just so sweet. Ah, yeah. Like, Anyway, <laughs> I think I would probably give this issue like a three out of five. I thought it was solid. I thought it was pretty straightforward. I, like I said, I think it relies a little too much on requiring you to have a lot of previous knowledge of some of the stuff. And but it was a fun time. Shout out to Hippolyta. She's a goddess now. If you want to know more about it, go read Wonder Woman. So. Next up on our list is Captain America Symbol of Truth number four, and that's from Michael Onyabuchi with R.B. Silver and Z. Carlos on art. And you know, this is another thing that is made for me. Okay, I do have to say, I missed this issue. Not because I didn't want to. Obviously, if you guys have been listening, I've been a fan of, like, this this run for all. But, like, I couldn't... I didn't subscribe to it on Comixology because this was mm-hmm. after the Amazon merger, so I couldn't find it. And oh, then yeah. I was like, was- I'm running to get... <laughs> yeah, I was like packing to get ready for this trip, and I was just was like, I'm all over the place. I'm gonna catch it. <laughs> I'm gonna get that's it after fine. this. As long but as you obviously, catch it. I'm supporting. Because I do know you have mm-hmm. been reading, so like that, that's fine. Yeah. Issue every now and again. I won't be upset. Um, honestly, like this <laughs> issue was just a lot of like info gathering. We could have uh, Joaquin as Falcon. He had been captured, and he's like working to free his cousin and all of that stuff. And they figuring out what's going on, how they're supposed to get out of there. And on the other half of it, we have Sam and Wakanda, and he has been like grabbed by crossbones. And like they're sitting there, and they have a little scuffle, and he's fighting his guys. He uses his bird powers, which I thought was very exciting. He doesn't uh, use those oh. anymore. So I was like, oh, look at that. He called them down to help. Um, crossbones make some comments about like how they used to fight. At the end of it all, of course, they get separated, and who shows up but T'Challa. So next issue, they're probably going to fight. And I hope Sam beats his ass. And it's just like... Oh, okay. You know how Okay, you want him to, you know, make a stand? Yes. Like, let's do it. If he's going to be there. But the art's all <laughs> fantastic in this book. Again, it's kind of just like a big spy story, uh, stuff that I really like to see Sam in. He's trying to figure out what's going on with this vibranium and everything like that. That's, of course, what brings him to Wakanda because he's like, I'm going to come anyway. Sure, he told him last issue to leave it alone. But he was like, no. <laughs> so that's why. <laughs> and then seeing Joaquin go through his like little journey as Falcon, I think is really interesting. And it's a nice evolution of the character story arcs that he's had like he showed up in that first cap series then he went on to be a champion and he's done some other stuff with them and like he's been in little few events now and like here we kind of see him doing his own thing operating and he's like competent and it's like oh wow look at this growth so that's really nice to see all in all i give this book like a 3.5 out of 5 i think like it's really solid story-wise not too much happens i feel like this issue of uh but art's good it's solid keep it up Go to yes, and I still uh, and I'm sorry I do really want Oyan Bucci to come on to the X books or write X Force, putting that out into the universe. Oh my God! So I want I want him on Bishop. I really uh, want him on Bishop. Ooh, that does sound good. (laughs) 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 I I, so I'm not gonna lie to you though. I wanted Brandon Thomas after now that Aquaman is done. I wanted him to come over and do X Force, but I could also get into Oyan Bucci. They can both. I mean, they can both write multiple things. Like I'm here for it all. Shout out to it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, our final book of the week is Acts, Avengers, X-Men, Eternals, Judgment Day number three, and that comes from Karen Gillan and Valerio Skeety. And um, I'm not going to lie to you about this. I didn't oh. read it because I stopped after the second issue when I was just like, I don't think I'm enjoying this that much. So I was like, I'm just going to catch back up on Marvel Unlimited when it's all said and done. So please tell me what happened. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I mean, the truth of the matter is, I'm not really feeling it either. Uh, so <laughs> I feel like I'm going to maybe continue reading it to kind of see, you know, maybe what happens. But like, I didn't, I'm not liking this event at all. I'm kind of bored. And I think it is because I'm just not interested in the Eternals. They're like, not interesting at all. So the stakes for me. There's nothing there. Not even like, you know, I'm gay and I love a sassy queen, but like Cersei ain't doing for me neither. So like, I I feel like she's never talked. (laughs) Right, right. She's barely even in it. Of course, the only people who are talking are all of Kieran Gillen's favorite characters. And I don't know, for me, a lot of this feels like, I'm just going to say it. A lot of this really feels like Gillen patting himself on the back with a lot of his dialogue and character choices um, by being like, look what I did. Um, I feel like when they had the vote, there was this issue and, um, you know, the they're still dealing with the attack basically because everybody is an eternal and because the mutants cannot come back, they're basically always just fighting each other and being reborn. In the middle of, they are still having that psychic fight. Um, and then even in the middle of that fight, Xavier dies and Emma's like, um, hope, like we need another Xavier, like get another one out here. Um, so they're like still doing all of that. They're dealing with the judgment of the celestial that they rebirthed. And um, he has decided that Captain America is unworthy and everyone around the world is like witnessing uh, the, the judgments of people. And we see everyone's reactions to it. Um, Druig is still plotting on all on everybody and trying to get the mutants up out of here. Um, I don't know. It just wasn't really hidden like that. There was a moment where the they learned that there's like this thing in the celestial that they brought back to life that if it got hit, it would destroy the whole thing. But um, they found out, you know, if you do do that, there's going to be shockwaves afterwards and people are going to die from it. Sinister was like, well, I don't care. So let's do it. Um, but everybody else on the Avengers were like, no, we need to pick. Well, Tony was like, maybe we could do it, but these Eternals were like, no, that's our God, we're not going to do it. (laughs) But even even that feels like Gillen patting himself on the back because he had a big Tony Stark run after um, AVX. He was the one that had Tony go out into space and like figure out the whole Phoenix thing. He's also the one who gave gave Tony a half-brother who he mentions, and I'm like, this just feels like (laughs) Gillen being like, look at the stuff I've done. And um, even to the point of having Sinister be like a focal point of this, it feels like, oh, well, I'm the one who gave y'all Sassy Sinister, so of course I'm going to use him again and like yeah. boost him up instead of just using the characters at your disposal and telling the story. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hard on it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't. for me, I'm just not really enjoying it. Um, anyway, they have a idea where Sinister goes and tells the Quiet Council that, hey, y'all, we can get rid of the celestial if you hit this uh, 
this piece in it. And the Quiet Council ends up having a vote on it. The votes end up going pretty much the exact same way you thought. But of course, Hope decided she voted yes on destroying the Celestial. And afterwards, mm-hmm. Nightcrawler is like, oh, why would you do that? And she's like, no. Why would she do that? If Does I see a shot, then I got to take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, of course she would vote right. yes. Like, to kill something? Hope? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so they tell, they were going to inform the X-Men that, you know, if they do kill it, like, there's going to be shockwaves or whatever. But Destiny said, Jean left the council, so she don't got to know anything. So, like, that's none of her business. Um, they just got to do what we say. If she wanted to know the ins and outs, she should have stayed on the council. Um, so they tell the X-Men to do it, and Jean was like, okay, well, cool. That's what I'm going to do. Exodus does clear Icarus, which I did like, you know, okay. him beating up on Eternals is like his favorite pastime. And uh, Jean goes and tries to destroy the Celestial. The Celestial, like, explodes. People are dying. Um really bad catastrophe turns out that was all just a vision and the oh, celestial oh, no. put it implanted that in people's minds yeah jeans start freaking out like oh my god why didn't i know like i should have known that this was in our minds um and then we get this last reveal of the of cersei and um that jack of thieves i think that was his name um the like spy person i think you may have seen him in the first issue he was killing the quiet council members and coming out the home oh um, yeah 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 they cersei and that character go and try to break someone out of jail and who is it that they break out but um star fox ew that's exactly what i said that like reveal did not hit they were like oh he's in this he's in this uh prison we have to go break him out and my thought was i thought it was thanos or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that being exciting. Ew. Yeah. Oh, because Harry Styles is Star Fox in the movie. The, in the oh. MCU. Yeah. And he's yeah. in that new design, and, you know, giving gender fluid. I don't like Which Star I Fox. still think, in my opinion, me neither. I think he's a terrible character. I think characters like that who have like rape allegations, let's just leave that there. Yeah. And we don't need to like try to bring them back around and try to redeem them or something for whatever kind of reason. Like we no, it's not whatever kind of reason. We don't need to redeem them because they <laughs> appear in the MC. Like <laughs> like leave it alone. Move around. We don't need a Star Fox. So I don't know. I'm not really enjoying this event. I think, like I said, I, I did stop with the second issue, um, and like as I was reading some of the other issues that tied into it, I, I felt like early on that this event was going to require you to care about the Eternals or be more of a fan of the Eternals than I know that I am. And like while I thought their solo book was good, I also came off by the end of it like eh, they're fine. Like I don't necessarily need to read about them. I don't think any of them are particularly exciting. Um, so I don't know. I think. It's very, I, I, with the first two issues, I will say I did think they were well written. It's just not something that's for me. Mm-hmm. This issue being. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the writing the, is bad. So I don't just the, don't think it's for me. Was the entire issue an illusion or just the part of Gene like destroying that part and like doing the shockwave? Just, just the fight. Just the fight that where they were um, going to go kill these little. So like all of the fighting and stuff between the Eternals that was happening on the ground, all that stuff was real. But when the when Jean went to go and destroy the Celestial, that was all in their minds. Okay. 
and like the big shockwave afterwards that killed everybody like that was all in their minds like no girl you didn't kill me (laughs) well i was about to say that's (laughs) i know that's different for her but right you know not so i don't know i would overall i give this issue like oh yeah you know she don't really especially not humans she's the one that came up with that rule so like She's not going to do all of that. Um, but I don't know. I would give this issue, honestly, like a three a three out of five. And that is heavily because of the art. Mm. I will say I do like Valerio's art. But also, like, it would have maybe been higher just off of the art alone. Um, but for some reason, there aren't a lot of, like, action sequences. There are big splash moments where someone may do their user powers or something. But... Um, I kind of miss sequences, you know, where we actually yeah. see the the parts of the fight. So I agree with that. I, so honestly, I feel like that's been like an issue in a lot of comics that I've read lately. I feel like their action scenes are either like one pagers with like a few panels of the character swinging and then it's over, or it's just like one big splash page of a bunch of people fighting at the same time. But you don't get like in depth into any of the battles. You don't get like any like big coordination between people or like that combination of powers and stuff that we like. I and that's why I'll say I think. The most recent x-men issue that came out last week that debuted the new team i think that was the complete opposite of that i think that one had like really good action scenes it showed the teams using it together it like went on scene. like that's the type of action i like in my comics um versus like just one page agreed so yeah and it, it seems like maybe this is the tie-ins for this event are a lot better than the main story x-men red that tie-in issue was fantastic it was oh, way yeah. better than the judgment day issue so it feels like it's doing the Titans are doing more of the heavy lifting than the main story. Basically. Okay, I can see that. So we'll see. We'll see if I end up sticking around for issue four. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, y'all will definitely have to let me know how you guys feel about it. Um, definitely tweet me and let me know if Judgment Day has been hitting for you because it hasn't really for me. Those are the books of the week. Let's go ahead, take a break, and then we'll come back. Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another watch. <laughs> As this week we get into She-Hulk episode two, starring Tatiana Maslany, um, Maslany, excuse me, Mark Ruffalo, Jamila. Jamila Jamil wasn't in this episode. We saw like some little bits of her from she was the last one. But I'm fine. I don't think. But I, like I that. will say the the I don't advertising. Think I like that Titania. The advertising thing was cute. I liked that. That was high. I was like, I okay. wish I would have gotten to see that live. I've been since I've been in Chicago. It was happening while I was here, oh, but that was cool that she was. She did. She did it like maybe four blocks away from where I live, which was really cool that like they was oh, doing that. Yeah. But of course, I missed it. <laughs> but like Jamila. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really really cool for her to like tap into that. That's the kind of marketing I think is. And I think it works well for a show like She-Hulk where it's all about kind of the character itself is all about breaking the fourth wall and like being very meta and getting into it. And I guess now that I think about that, that helps me digest Titania as this social media influencer. 
because I feel like that actually works for it and like what the show. Do you does. think she's going to like have to represent her in court, or do you think they're just gonna fight again? I think both. I think they'll fight again, and she'll have to represent her. Mm. Because like if that's her thing, and, we'll like, see. Destruction. That, but that that'll probably be the thing that bonds them. But then they'll start fighting again. But it's cool. We'll see. I want another fight scene for them. That was cute. Yeah, I like you know I like that beef. I I love Titania and I love when she coke yeah. and Titania fight. So it's really dope. But um, this was another really good issue to me. I think obviously it's thirty minutes, so it like goes by a little quickly. Um, but I feel oh, like I got too quickly though. Yeah, I was about to say that's like the thing. It's like I want more. It's like no, you could have made this forty eight minutes and not something else that you get. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really cute. It's really fun. We continue to see Jen. She gets fi- She ends up getting fired from her law job because it's like, well, obviously the jury like sided on your side. You had just saved their life in this really cool moment. And we kind of see the public reacting to her in a much different way that they did from Bruce. You know, it's all like love, which was kind of real in the comics as well. Like a lot of people digested She-Hulk more, and she- we get her getting her name, and she's like, I don't want that. We see a little bit of her and her family together, which was really nice. Jenna's always had like a really good relationship with her family. Well, I wouldn't say good, but like they're always very present in her life. Her dad, especially. So their scene together really kind of hit home for me in the episode. I was like, wow, like this feels like I'm reading like a burn or. A... They made this for you for the She-Hulk fans. Like they did. The She-Hulk fans. It was really good. You know, we also kind of get a little bit of tie in. So quick question. Did you ever watch the Hulk movies with Edward Norton? Yes. Yes. I did. So that's I, fought, I didn't necessarily enjoy them, but yeah, I did. Is that where he fought um, Abomination? Yes, which was really cool when he was on the phone with Jen and was like, and Bruce was on the phone with Jen and was like, um, that fight was so long ago. I'm a completely different person now. Like literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was a cute moment. Very cute. Um, but we find out that she has to actually represent him in his parole. And we should we see say Jen meeting with him. He's talking about how he's writing haikus and how he's transformed back and he wants to do good and all of these things. We get Jen calling Bruce to kind of make sure that's okay. And as you say, we get that line. She was kind of believing him. She was kind of believing that he was like reformed. She was, and that was like cute. And I thought it was again a very like Jen She Hulk type of situation. She is always yeah, she might have her conflicts, but if she's representing you, she wants to see the good. She wants to think for the best. She wants to hope for that. And I was like, that was dope to see. Um, we ended off with her telling her boss she'll accept the case. And then we find out that Abomination has broken out of jail. And we see him in his fight that we saw in Shang-Chi, which was a nice yeah. like that one right there that we had. We once again saw Wong, because who doesn't love Wong? Yeah, they kind of setting up Wong, in my opinion, to be the new Coulson. I think they're going to like kill him mm-hmm. and he's going to be the thing that bring the, the team together. Oh, I can see that. Um, yeah. I like Wong, but I don't know if that would have the same effect on me as it did. But also, Coulson's death didn't really hit me that hard either. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. It's more about the, bringing the team together, but... <laughs> when Nick Fury threw those bloody cards out on that table. <laughs> that wasn't even bloody that he made up. <laughs> uh, like, what a horrible man. <laughs> they weren't even there. They weren't even in his pocket. You had to... Like, <laughs> like, you just made that up? Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed this episode when she got to the office 
after being rejected at so many law firms before and got to this new place that hired her, but they told her that she they wanted her because she's She-Hulk and they wanted She-Hulk to, she, she needs to be She-Hulk walking around. Yeah. Um, her walking through that office really brought back flashbacks for me and working <laughs> a lot. And like, when oh, you, PTSD. truly, like the, I will never forget the, first law firm I worked at out of college, I was like the only black employee there. And when I first started on day one, of course, like my understand that I felt like when I was being introduced to everyone it felt like oh they're they're gonna think that i got this job because i'm the black kid here and this i'm the diversity hire and appreciate the fact that like they kind of really touched on that especially in like law firms we got to yeah. tell those down but that's a different <laughs> that's a story you know you're, you're, like, you're like i have another friend who also works in law and he like says very similar things <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's not good out there, y'all. <laughs> so, that was interesting, too. I think it's going to be interesting in the show in general about how they kind of show Jen going from this place of being a little bit annoyed at having to be She-Hulk and being called She-Hulk to actually loving it and really enjoying it. You know, that was a big thing about Jen in the comics. When she became She-Hulk, she was very comfortable in that position. She, it was actually more of an issue where they wanted her to go back to Jen because she was only walking around as She-Hulk. And she was like, no, I don't want to be Jen. I want to be She-Hulk. So I think that's going to be a fun little arc for her growing into it, especially start she starts dating guys and we get to the hot girl. I love the guy who hot also, yeah. the guy who was like walking into the thing, bringing her the gift and the welcome basket. She was kind of like, oh, okay, I see it. I was like, yeah, it's happening. I hope we see a couple of people from the comics at this law firm. It would be really cool to see Mallory, who is one of the rival lawyers. <laughs> so question, you know, I've only... I've only really read She-Hulk as she appeared in other stuff. I haven't really read like a full She-Hulk run before. Is this the same? This is the same firm. Yes. Right from the comics. Yes. Which firm. I think is really cool. I can't, I, honestly, I can't remember like what their names are, even from just watching the episode. <laughs> but like, yes, it is the same firm. But I feel like I want to say it was reversed and that she was actually, they wanted her to be Jen in the comics and not She-Hulk. I feel like that was the thing. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to go back. I like this little spin that they've done in it. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. I think it makes... I like her relationship with her... With her... With her... The relationship with Bruce is really well done, in my opinion. I think that's something that we don't really see too much of in his comics. I think, like... Other who, like... I thought... I felt like the, um, no, you can go ahead. Keep talking about Bruce. I mean, it's Bruce, so I ain't got too much to talk about, unless it involves Immortal Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like with him, we don't really see as much of his relationship with Jen and the stuff that I have read with him in it. 
outside of that, I mean, we saw it in the Mortal Hulk, of course, but like things before that. Whereas like in Jen's book, I feel like her relationship with Bruce is brought up a lot. She's always talking about my cousin, my cousin, my cousin. He's a good guy. And like there was an entire arc after Jackal Hearts like had her powers going kind of haywire. She went and destroyed this town and she went back to work in the town to help rebuild it. But Scarlet Witch, I put a hex on her. So anyone who wished She-Hulk harm wasn't going to be able to see Jen while she was there. And like she's sitting there oh, with okay. the people and they're kind of talking about the story about Shout what out happened. To Wanda. <laughs> she <twice> sometimes. <laughs> and she's <laughs> the people and they're talking about how like, oh yeah, it was Hulk came through and Jen's like, oh Bruce would never do that. He would never hurt people. I can't believe this is what they think. She ends up like doing something where she has to save this girl and she reveals herself as she Hulk to the town and she kind of makes amends with them, which is really nice. I kinda hope they do that. That's kind of cool. I do like that she's always defending her cousin. That's that's a family, homie. For real. That's cool. Um, what would you rate this episode? Mm, out of five? Yes. I'd give it a four out of five. I thought it was like another really solid episode. The humor was really well placed. I really love Tatiana as Jen. I really love the relationship she builds with Bruce. I even love how they're kind of like trying to show Bruce some love and really getting into his character a little bit more, calling back to his movies, maybe setting up new things. I know I've seen some rumblings about a World War Hulk situation because he was in the spaceship, but it's like, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it truly does feel like they have been circling the drain around a uh, World War Hulk or Planet Hulk, some kind of content that they want to do there, but it's almost like they are, they are giving fans as many like Easter eggs and fun stuff to do with that, but mm-hmm. they can't do the full movie yet. So it's like we can give you as much as we can, but <laughs> and that's all you gonna get. <laughs> that's all you gonna have to deal with. <laughs> Which is good for them. I mean, Hulk fans, let them get their crumbs. It's it's been kind yeah. of a rough route. Yeah, they're like them and Spider Man are the only ones that still left out mm, of the merger. Oh, because he's owned by. Unless they ever. Yes, Universal. Okay. But they just have the distribution rights to him, I think. So, like, they couldn't distribute the movie without having uh, Universal having first say. Mm. And they probably just don't even want to have to deal with that. I also, like, I think that Marvel could easily buy it from Universal, but you mean you can't buy what's not for sale. So maybe they don't want to give it up. That's true too. That's a word. I like that. <laughs> you know, I have them every now and then. <laughs> it's a sativa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that is the end of the show. Uh, definitely let us know what you guys think about She-Hulk. Are you looking forward to, um, are there only, when do you think like Daredevil's gonna pop up? Oh, probably next episode, honestly. Oh, or do you think he's an end episode reveal? I, like the last. I don't know. I think that. I you know would how to do it. I would, I, yes, and that's why, like, as you say it, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, that's actually what could happen, because I was going to be like, I don't think they would put it in the trailer and, like, wait till the very last episode to do it, but they also would, because that's what they do. So yes. I don't know. If he appears <laughs> in the last yes. episode, I'm going to be annoyed. I would prefer to him be in the next one, three or four, mm-hmm. at least, because I feel like there's going to be a moment. I want them to have a moment in court. 
oh yeah and not just a fight or something like not them being superheroes like court moment I think she might run yeah. out into him on the street or something like that. But then I think maybe something happens with Abomination where they go to his parole hearing or something, and maybe Matt's there's the one going against. I have a feeling that she's going to be on the defense for these uh, superhero humans, and he's going to be on the probably a prosecuting side. Mm-hmm. Like, no, send him to jail. That sounds like Matt. I'm into it. You're going to have to pick a side. You're going to have to pick a side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, but that does bring us to the end of the show. Uh, please make sure you rate and subscribe us wherever you get your podcast. We really appreciate all of the support. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Another Relaunch. You can email us whatever you want to send us at anotherrelaunch at gmail.com. You can watch us on YouTube at Another Relaunch TV. Uh, you can find me on most social media platforms at UncannyLZ. I've been trying to change my PlayStation name to that, but somebody got it. So, like... Mm, we gotta we gotta, <laughs> we gotta report report spam. <laughs> is, is it one of those situations where like they haven't logged on in like three years? Oh my god, yes, mm-hmm. they have not logged on forever. So I'm like, why can't they just give it up? So I want to change. That's why because they ain't logged on. Uh, yeah, but if you are if you guys are out there, my uh, PlayStation name is Marvel Man ninety. I will be playing Fortnite some nights, so hit me up on. Do you have uh, an area? And Keenan, where can they find you? I didn't get her skin, but I did buy, um, I just bought Vegeta <laughs> and Goku. <laughs> and <laughs> I do have, I did also just bought uh, Betsy and the silent. Oh, period. I'll be, I'll be lighting them up with, with my Betsy. Period. And with that, <laughs> you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at Keenan Lance. You know there's an underscore at the end. Cool. All right, y'all, let's get up out of here and we'll catch you next week. Peace.